Hi, everyone. I'm assuming that this is working now. <laughs> oh, wow. I mean, it hasn't been that long that I've been gone that I've forgotten how to like use recordings online. And anyways, let's just skip over that. <laughs> Basically, I'm using Loom, but I tried setting up a new account and they've updated it since. Who knew? Who knew that technology would get updated very often? You know, software, new versions available. Anyways, guys, it has been a very long time since I've recorded. Very long is in six, seven weeks. No, yeah, seven weeks or so. I'm recording this in the beginning of September. I'm actually recording this on Labor Day. And I just want you guys to know that I have truly missed doing the podcast so much. It is not like I forgot about it. It's not like I cared less about it. I have thought about it almost every single day, um, at least in the past few weeks. I've definitely been thinking about it a lot more, wanting to return and come back to you guys and update you and put out some new content because... I forgot how much it recharges me to put out content. Now, I mean, there's a balance there because there have been times where I was putting out too much content and, you know, that can burn you out. So there's a balance there for sure. But um, it's not like I wanted to take a long hiatus because recording this was getting to me or anything. No, it's really just I wanted to focus on my new job and my apartment search. Um, I actually did record an episode at the end of July when I was like a week into my job and I had found an apartment, but um, I hadn't moved in yet. And I also had COVID at the time when I recorded that. And my voice was actually fine, but I just, I just didn't feel great about how that episode turned out. And so I kind of just decided all right, let's 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 give it some more time. I basically just decided that I wanted to focus on my job for the first month or so. And I have now worked six weeks. So crazy. I mean, it's weird to say like, yeah, I've already, I've already got six weeks down, but I don't know, depending on your sense of time and how long you've been in a job, that might seem like nothing, but it's uh, definitely significant to me that it's been six weeks. It's been, it's been a lot, um, been a lot to pick up and learn and absorb. So I'm still getting used to it. And by the way, if you don't know, I'm a recruiter, specifically a tech recruiter at a staffing agency, recruiting agency, same thing. Um, and we're a startup, so we're pretty small. And yeah, I mean, the people there are great, the culture, the culture is definitely like the strongest thing that was, um, what's it called? Attracting me to this job because culture to me is very important. The people that you surround yourself with. I heard someone say actually that you end up spending more time with your colleagues or just as much time with them as you do with your family and friends outside of work. So it's very important, at least to me, that I'm around people who support me, encourage me. Um, people who end up facilitating my personal growth and just, yeah, all the positive things there. So it's interesting being a recruiter. Um, I talk to a lot of 
candidates and people who are looking for jobs or, you know, considering making a change. And something that is important for us to do when we're calling people is to discuss what's important to them in a job. And so I'll ask people like, is culture important to you? Or, you know, sometimes I'll just leave it more as an open-ended question. Like what are the most important factors in a job for you? And some people will definitely say culture uh, and some people won't even mention it. And everyone's just got different preferences. Uh, I know, you know, for some people, compensation is the most important for other people. It's like location or being fully remote. Um, but anyways, for me being around younger people, I don't want to discriminate against older people nothing wrong with them, but I have worked in an environment before where I was working with people who were like in their forties, fifties, sixties. And I just found that I felt very out of place because I couldn't, I mean, I could socialize with them, but when I would like have lunch with everyone, they would be talking about their kids or their houses or, you know, just things people do later in life. And I couldn't relate at all. So I de definitely remember this was a, this was a few years ago. It was an internship uh, after my sophomore year of college. I, I was kind of doing like a research job. So I just remember that I really learned at that point that I want to be around a younger crowd. And that was really important for me. So my current workplace, everyone is either in their 20s or 30s, basically, I think maybe like the founder, the CEO might be older, but for the most part, like it's a lot of younger people. And that was important to me that I could relate to people who are in similar life stages or maybe a little bit further along, but really not, not that much further. So anyways, that was just a ramble, but yeah. So there's a little bit of an update on my job and I'm just working on finding a balance with it. I've been getting used to working full time again. I mean, even though I was kind of working on my coaching business before, I wouldn't say I was doing that full time. It it was more part time, honestly. So like I wasn't starting my day at nine and ending it at five and putting in like 40 hours a week. Definitely not. So it's been an adjustment to get used to working full time again. Um, but that, that actually I'm feeling more in a rhythm with at this point, it was really the first couple of weeks where I was adjusting to that and getting used to it. But I mean, on top of that, I also moved into a new apartment. So let me talk about that. Uh, the new apartment, it's great. It's a studio and it's in an area of my city that's with a lot of younger professional people. So people around my age, maybe a bit older and it's in a poppin' area. That's, that's the only way I can describe it or that's the best way I can describe it is that it's in an area that's growing and uh, there's a lot of restaurants and activities nearby and just almost feels like a college town, to be honest. That's what I've started to think lately. It's cause like, you know, everyone's kind of working during the day and then at night, it just, there's a lot of fun nightlife. People go out and it's been so interesting that like, I've been craving that. 
and I'm going to get into this more about seasons of life and changing as you get older. Basically, this past summer, I spent so much time and energy putting myself out there, socializing. That's another reason why I haven't been doing the podcast. And if you follow me on Instagram, you might notice that I wasn't posting on there that much recently. And I kind of just gradually started living my life more off of social media and, you know, not making content about everything. I wanted to just try living that way. I think I was craving it, you know, when your soul craves something, we can get real deep here. But I think that for me, at least, I like experiencing change every few months or so. So I'll have a few months where I'm much more introverted and spending a lot more time um, kind of like retreating and recharging. And typically the winter is a really good time to do that. So I'm actually looking forward to that now. But uh, during this summer, I was just feeling called to really put myself out there and go to a lot of social events, meet new people. Um, what else? I mean, I've been meeting new people through my job as well and in my new apartment. There's just been a lot of different sources of meeting new people and all these different social events. And I think I was really needing a fill of that after last year, after the past year where, I mean, you guys know I went through a breakup in March of this year and in that last relationship, I was not prioritizing my social life enough. And that was a mistake. And that's something that I, that I really learned and realized that I need to not necessarily be socializing more, but be socializing on my own more. Cause basically his friends were my friends and you know, all of that. So anyways, even in college, especially my last couple of years, obviously my last couple of years of college were during COVID. And so I was home for my last year and a half and it was a lot of well-needed introvert time. I will say that I honestly enjoyed work, like not working from home, studying from home, doing online college. I honestly did really enjoy that for a while. Um, I really didn't need to have this super social senior year of like going to all of the parties and stuff. I didn't really do too much of that in college. My freshman year, I did a little bit of that. Yeah, actually, for sure. My first semester and I was in marching band at the time, you know, we would have parties and I went out quite a lot. And I mean, if you're someone who's going into college, it's definitely something to take advantage of when you're first starting college, even if you're more introverted, I think one of the best pieces of advice I received was to take advantage of how everyone just wants to meet new people. And so even though I was introverted and look, I'm, I've always been introverted, but at the time when I started college, it was a hard transition and transitions are hard for me in general. So usually, 
when I'm going through a transition and it's feeling difficult, I want to retreat and I want to spend more time alone because it's a lot to process. <laughs> I don't mean to like harp on the fact that I am a sensitive person too much, but that is part of it. Being more sensitive, you just are processing a lot more information at once because you're tuning into the literal senses of like sight, sound, what you're feeling, and you're more sensitive to all those little things. So you're expending more energy to process all of those things, whereas other people might not be. And so in general, I just need a time alone to process to process information. I don't know. I think some of you definitely understand what I'm saying by this. Ah, am I still recording? Okay, good. Anyways, just circling back, I've had a very social extroverted summer and I was really needing that because I didn't get that in college, you know, with COVID as well in general. I think people, I think in general, everyone's had a much more social summer because this summer was finally where we got to what feels like the end of COVID on a bigger scale. Obviously it's not going to go away and we have to get what vaccines every year or so. And there might be more flare ups of it here and there, but since March of 2020, we hadn't really been in the clear yet until I would say spring of this year is when a lot of the restrictions started coming down. I mean, yeah, literally March of this year is when the mask mandate came down in my state and a lot of other states. And gradually over spring of this year, I think everyone just started to relax a lot more about it. And we have become able to do a lot more things. And literally, I, don't, I can't even remember the last time I wore a mask. It might have been to the doctors. And that's really the only place we need to wear it now. So, yeah, it's just, wow. It's weird to think about how how back to normal we actually are. And it's just been such a relief. So, I think this past summer, pretty much everyone took advantage of the fact that COVID was pretty much like 90% over, 95% over. I'm grateful that I don't have to worry about being immunocompromised or anything. So um, I definitely don't want to ignore those people who are immunocompromised and still are taking a lot of precautions. So shout out to you guys. I know that it's probably difficult thinking that like everyone else is so relaxed about it now, but you still have to worry. So I don't want to exclude that group of people, but I think in general, we've just seen that over this year, it's really gotten back to normal, which has been so nice. Like at work, I don't even think twice about wearing a mask. And it's just so nice to see everyone's face and to for things to be quote unquote normal again. Also, I am currently pet sitting three dogs and you might hear them walking around or maybe not because this microphone shouldn't be picking up noise that's further away, but just in case you hear that. <laughs> so anyways, very social summer. And sometimes between all the social events, I was starting to feel like, okay, 
this is a lot of going out for me. And maybe I need some more time to myself. I started to feel that way, especially in August, I would say, especially on top of starting my job and then moving. I didn't really say when I moved. So I moved into my new place August 16th. So it's now been almost three weeks, a new job, a new apartment. It's just been a lot to get used to. And then also getting used to or coming down from such a social summer. Um, yeah, I was starting to feel burnt out socially. And I really want to get away from saying burnt out and get away from that concept in general. But it just, I don't know what other word to say or how else to describe it. I think I just reached my limit socially and felt like, okay, I've gotten my fill of all the social events and now it's time to start prioritizing other things and focus on my work a little bit more, maybe focus on getting back to content creation and just focusing on how I'm feeling internally, basically. So it's just been really strange and beautiful at the same time to see how different or like how much what, what am I trying to say here? It's just very strange to see how like the first four months of this year went for me versus the next four months. They were like so opposite. The first four months of this year, like I was much more of a homebody and just not putting myself out there at all. I mean, except for my podcast, if you consider that, but yeah, the first four months of this year for me and the second group of four months just looked incredibly different. So different. And it's just weird to think of it like that. And we'll see how these last few months of the year go. Um, hopefully it's like a balance of those because I think <laughs> it's like I went from doing so little to doing so much. And now I'm just craving more of a balance between that, a nice middle ground. Yeah, I think, what am I saying? <laughs> I just automatically start a sentence with, yeah, I think. And then I'm, I'm like, wait, I didn't actually have anything to say there. <laughs> what I'm trying to get at is to show that there are seasons of life and nothing has to stay the same. Everything ebbs and flows. I feel like you guys know that. It's, it's such an obvious concept. It's something I've talked about already on this podcast, but I just wanted to highlight it more in a relevance to socializing and being introverted or extroverted. I'm hoping that maybe one of you listening can relate to this if you've also had a very social summer, but you're more of an introvert and now you're feeling like, okay, it's time to start going inward a little bit more. And it's the perfect time of year to start thinking that way because the fall and the winter are naturally times of starting to reflect more you know the fall if you romanticize it is such a beautiful time for like reflecting on things and as the leaves are falling off the trees it's like winding down the year except where i live it's still going to be pretty warm through october through the end of october at least and I mean, not just that, but also it's festival season. So there's a lot of festivals. And so there's still a lot of events going on, a lot of things to 
do with other people and still a lot more social events to go to. But as we continue to approach the end of the year, it's such a beautiful time to naturally start doing a little bit less and then and going more into the yin energy, if you have it, if you get what I mean, yin and yang. Just a quick little rundown of yin and yang, um, at least what I understand about it. Yin is like the feminine energy of going inwards, being introspective, resting, relaxing. Yang energy is more of the masculine go, go, go energy, lots of action, lots of doing, lots of external, doing things externally, if that makes sense, being more outwards. So this summer was definitely a lot of yang energy, a lot of outwards expansion, if you if you will. And as we go into the fall and winter, it's a lot more, it, it promotes that that moodiness of like going inwards more. And I'm so excited for that. <laughs> so excited for that. But uh, it's it's a little bit hard in this transition where I was going to so many things and people got used to seeing me. Wait, is that sentence? People got used to seeing me, yeah. And I got used to going out so much, it became like a habit, right? And once something is a habit, it can be hard to break. It can be, it can feel really weird to stop doing a habit. So I basically was getting to the point where I noticed my mental health was not the best, especially in the last couple of weeks. And I just really had to take a hard look at myself and where I'm spending my time and just say, you know what, I've spent a lot of time socializing this summer and I've had my fill and now I'm really needing a lot more recharge time. So I had to start saying no to certain things, which felt sad. And I was also experiencing a lot of anticipatory FOMO even before saying no, because I was like, dang, I, I've had a lot of fun going out and I know that these events are going to be fun and I don't want to feel that FOMO because I know how fun it could be. But my body was telling me something different. My body and my mind were like, no, Joanna, you need to start saying no more to things and spend more time on your own. It was an internal battle going on in my head because, like I said, I really enjoyed being more outwards. Does that make sense? I enjoyed feeding into that extroverted energy because it had built up for a long time. Honestly, all that extroverted energy built up for me throughout all of COVID. And so finally, with all the restrictions coming down, everyone was just out more. And so I, I really was on a high, basically, wanting to fulfill that extroverted desire. But I had to realize, like, something in my mind and body just was like, okay, we've had our fill and now it's time to take a step back and work on some other things and go more you know, go more into the introverted energy again. So all of this is about different seasons of life and how you change and your desires change season to season. You might feel called to spend a few months doing one thing and then spend the next few months living a slightly different way. It might be week to week for you guys. It might be year to year where maybe you have a a, a whole year where you do, where you live differently and then the next year you kind of I don't know I feel like I'm, I'm just 
kind of talking in circles a little bit here, but I'm really trying to explain in depth how these things work (laughs) and how it's felt for me, at least. This is all based on my own personal experience as of lately. So anyways, I feel like that's enough talking about like the social stuff. Uh, What else did I want to touch on? If I think of anything else, we'll come back to that topic, but that's pretty much what I wanted to go over there. The other thing I wanted to talk about was divine timing and divine plans. You know, how there's a bigger, something bigger going on in the universe that is, that is gradually guiding your life. I think I've mentioned this before in like a spirituality episode where one of my beliefs is that I believe there's some sort of guiding force. And for me, I don't call it God. That just doesn't resonate with me, but that might be how you understand it. For me, I what I experience is that there's a very gentle force that kind of guides you throughout your life. I don't believe that everything is predetermined. It's funny, I was watching a movie last night on Netflix. It's a new movie called like Romance in the Villa or something. It just came out and it was talking about like destiny versus free will. I think there can be both. And they kind of mentioned that in the movie as well. Anyways, what I'm trying to say here is that if you're like me going through a lot of changes and figuring out your life in your 20s, just feeling kind of messy, feeling like your life has been a mess, but in a good way, right? Like I can definitely say my life has felt pretty messy recently, just with so many new starts and then realizing that I need to change some habits. It just felt, just felt like a lot going on. So it's felt messy, but in a good way. And so if any of you are feeling like your life has felt kind of messy and there's not um, a lot of things that are stable, basically. Sorry, my phone just went off. Oh, okay. I need to finish this episode soon because I my pet sitting responsibilities are coming to a close. The, the family's coming back in like an hour and a half and I need to clean up some of my dishes. But anyways, if you're feeling kind of scattered, which is how I had been feeling as of lately, it's okay. <laughs> Basically, the main thing here is that's okay. And if you are overthinking about some of the choices you've made, it's important to realize that we're always being guided and we made those choices for a reason. Either way, I mean, whatever choice you went with, you're going to grow from it. You're going to learn more about yourself. And yesterday I was catching up with a friend, a lovely friend of mine, Yulita. I've done two episodes with her. She's an amazing soul. Like, I can't say enough about it, how much of a literal angel she is. (laughs) Um, You should definitely go check out her socials, Yulita Light on Instagram, YouTube, all that stuff. Anyways, I was catching up with her yesterday and she said something that really stuck with me, which was that you're never getting further away from who you are. It's actually the opposite. You're always getting further 
or you're always getting closer to who you are with every choice you make, because say you, you know, you choose something that enters your life and I'm speaking so generally here. I want to make it more specific. Like say you're feeling very scattered and messy and wondering if you made the right decisions about certain things. Let's just say you're overthinking. Basically you're, you're overthinking how your life is going and wondering if you are actually on the right path, basically. Either way, if you realize that you're not on the right path, that's an important realization that you're gonna come to anyways. No matter what, if it ends up being the wrong path, you're gonna realize that at some point, and then you will have the option to choose a better path for yourself. So you don't have to worry about if it's the right choice or not because you're still, as long as you are making decisions and not um, in analysis paralysis where you are remaining stagnant because you're not choosing anything. The main point here is like, you're moving forward if you're doing stuff. <laughs> Sounds so general. You're moving forward either way and you don't need to worry about if you're on the right track because really it's just about doing things. And, and example, People in their 20s, I was talking to a colleague about this the other week, how a lot of people in their 20s these days, especially early 20s out of college, we worry so much about choosing the right job as like our first job out of college or something. And I, I think a lot of recent graduates can get in their head and end up not even taking a job for a while because they're worried that it's not going to be the right one. But you can't worry about that because if you're not choosing anything and you're just waiting, then you're not getting closer to your right job because it might take like five different jobs to get to the right one. It might take you 10 years to realize that one career path wasn't even right for you. But if you didn't spend those 10 years doing that other thing that wasn't right, you wouldn't know what was right. <laughs> You wouldn't know what feels right and wrong because you wouldn't have experienced either. So I hope that makes sense. Yeah, that's basically what I was getting at is like a lot of people, younger people can worry about the decisions that they're making. There's a lot of perfectionism going around and that's what feeds into it is like you want to choose the, the right thing, the thing that's going to work out. But... Either way, at the end of the day, you are going to get closer to what's truly meant for you. I don't think I need to ramble on that any longer. That was the main point there. Um, and that leads me to the next thing I wanted to discuss quickly, which is trusting the process, trusting the journey. And I want to mention this quote that I heard from another podcast that I love, absolutely love. It's called Thick and Thin with Katie Bilotti. I've followed her on Instagram and YouTube for a long time, and I I love her podcast so much. It's very much like a, a diary entry type of feel, and she's so transparent in it and so humble and honest, and she mentions her flaws and confessions, and it's very inspiring for me. That's That's a podcast that definitely has inspired this one because I want to... Uh, kind of take part of what she's doing where it's you're being very transparent and using your own personal experience to relate to others. And it's not like 
she's trying to be a professional. Um, it's really just trying to be just being relatable and being someone to speak up about things that other people don't speak up about. And literally in her last episode I was listening to, not her most recent, but uh, one of her recent ones, she was talking about how kind of emphasizing that she's not perfect and she's really just talking about these things and opening up about her life for the purpose of helping other people, her followers, her audience, helping them feel heard and realize that things that they're feeling, um, other people are feeling basically. And so I know that a lot of influencers and content creators get criticized for speaking about their personal experience and then trying to give a little bit of advice. They get criticized for doing this, especially by like, usually it's someone who's older, people in the older generation who are like, look at all these 20 year olds trying to give advice like they know anything about life or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Okay. I think you have to realize a lot of us who are sharing our experiences are doing it not to look like a professional or some sort of wise old sage, you know, a lot of us are doing it. Well, I don't know if I can generalize, but me and Katie Bilotti, we're trying to do it for the purpose of helping other people feel heard. Because if no one shared about any of these things on the internet, then, you know, you listening, think about any of the problems you've had in your life that you found someone speaking about on the internet and it made you feel so much better knowing that they were going through that thing as well. Imagine if that person who you look up to never shared about that thing. Um, imagine no one did, right? Then where would we be? Anyways, <laughs> a little side tangent there. So she shared this quote, and I've heard it before, but it was really nice to hear again, something I needed to hear, which is a quote by Soren Kierkegaard that says, Life can only be understood backwards, but it must be lived forwards. I don't want to copy her episode that she did on this, where she talked about basically um, the theme from this quote, which is that things make sense when you look back on them and you see your growth throughout the years when like you're looking back at old pictures and thinking of memories and or your parents are reminding you of how you used to be and you're realizing how much you've changed since then and how... There were so many things you worried about back then that you realize now you didn't really need to worry about. And yeah, I won't go into that too much, but just wanted to bring up that quote. So yeah, life can only be understood backwards, but it must be lived forwards. So that kind of relates to if you're going through a big transition in your life where things feel messy, you kind of feel all over the place, you feel scattered, and there's not a lot of stable things in your life. It feels like all these different variables are moving and changing. Just know that it'll all make sense in the end. Oh gosh, the robot vacuum cleaner has turned itself on. You know those circular automatic vacuums that just kind of, they go about on their own? Yeah, so this person's house that I'm pet sitting at they have one of those and I did not expect that thing to turn on the first morning I was here and now it's turning on again and I'm not sure why. <laughs> so you may hear it, but anyways, I'm going to start wrapping up this episode. I have really, really missed doing these. I don't know if I'll be able to 
post one consistently every week from now on again, but I've really missed it. And genuinely, like I've thought about it. Like I said earlier, I I've been thinking about it almost every day, at least recently. So yeah, I mean, that's quite the catch up on my life and let me know if there are any specific topics you want me to dive further into. You can always message me on Instagram, check out my links below, and I will talk to you guys next time. Thanks for listening. Bye.